welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. And uh, today, we're welcoming back uh, another one of our friends. Hi, Ruben. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm just fine. I'm just happy to hang out and talk with another live human. That's amazing. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. See, you've come back for more punishment. I enjoy I, that. Uh, no one said I had good judgment. I just said I'd show up. <laughs> Right. I just said I'd be here. I was told there'd be snacks. <laughs> that is correct. If it there makes are no you feel snacks. better, I own Twizzlers. I found some. And they're <laughs> the good ones, up. not the pull-apart rope stuff. I have, nice. I have, I'm just now realizing that I have an emotional opinion about that. And oh, so yeah? So everyone knows I don't like the pull-apart Twizzlers. They're not okay and they make me sad. Right, right. Not Red Vines either, because that's just outright. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. If you hate yourself... I don't, I don't, I don't observe Lent, but is there an opposite thing for, for a, a ceremony like that, where you start eating something that you actively dislike, because that's probably where I'd go. Lent would have uh, red vines and moxie. That would be my, I want to feel terrible food. I mean, I feel like if there is like a hell, I mean, I would go and all my friends would be there, but the one vice about it would be, I'd have to eat red vines instead of Twizzlers. Can we start a religion? <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> I've done so many things. Um, well, not so many things. I've done a finite list of things. And uh, you know what? what? Why not start like, it's not a cult if nobody gets hurt, right? Right. I don't know what the rules are, but I feel like I want a big hat. Mm -hmm. And uh, even though I could buy a big hat independent of that admittedly terrible plan, I think we should do it. I mean, look at Vernon Supreme. He does all right. He wears the boot on his head. He does have the boot. Mm -hmm. And he promises everybody ponies. And honestly, at this point, I'm kind of down. Weren't ponies mandatory at one point? Yeah. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, not to get super political, but hey, free pony. That's what I'm saying. Worst I mean, case scenario, nobody goes hungry. for right? and, and or glue to make stuff. Oh, that ties nicely into your cosplay. And have you, I mean... <laughs> Everyone's had the expensive chicken nugget at the convention, right. you know, eight eight dollars. So if you just have your pony and right. don't like it, oh oh, or or if you're doing a super disturbing, accurate, uh, never-ending story cosplay mm -hmm. with a real pony, done. done. And then if you have half a pony because you've eaten half your pony, this is getting weird. <laughs> I made no guarantees. You can you, you can ask some of the people we both know. Or ask mm -hmm. Rob um, about my voicemail history. Let, ask them how normal I get. <laughs> I've heard stories. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of stories, you said that you were a fan of our 20 episodes the other day. I, oh, that, I, I enjoyed that so much. One, um, I, I like everyone on there, but mm -hmm. everyone lives super far away from me. And mm -hmm. the closer I physically get to someone, the less social I am, which is super helpful. Mm. But it was nice to hear from a bunch of people I like very much and to listen to stories, some of which I have similar versions of myself, but do not want to tell publicly. That was uh, <laughs> that was cathartic. You guys unknowingly gave me like a 45 minute therapy session. And I thank you yeah. for it. You're very welcome. It's it's what we do. Also, um, I gave them technically another podcast episode this year. Oh, <laughs> Oh and yeah! If you think about it. It was all the anime cons TV people, and we were like, "Well, you, you absolutely did." Oh, you know what I need to show you? So, 
I love those folks so much. Among other things, I already, I already said the last time we talked that if you harass them enough, they let you be on the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you harass them enough and are actively going to any amount of conventions, uh, sometimes they'll let you make some episodes. And oh, I really? will have to find, don't confuse what I, what, what we sent them as, as good, but they are <laughs> definitely episodes. And I will mm-hmm. find and send you the links that my, my good buddy, William Keith and I made. Uh, and by that, I mean, William did the work and he let me be a jackass in front of the camera, which I like more than I thought I would. Well, well there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Okay, so we had mentioned it before, too. You, We were talking about you being on the show again, and you told me to mention to you something about misspelling on PortCon t-shirts. So the worst, there, there's a couple things you shouldn't let me do. You're doing one now, you're giving me attention, and that's your fault. Right. Um, the second is encouraging me in any way, shape, or form. So for the for the 10 years I was a chair at PortCon and the couple more that I've done other stuff, um, I've liked to do dumb little things. If I haven't messed with somebody at PortCon, then it has not been a convention weekend for me. Right. And one year prior to AB, PortCon had a had a table thing set up for AB. And when the convention got here, they had a bunch of shirts and stuff. And the shirts were misprinted. So they said PortCon Maine, but it was spelled M-A-I-N. And my buddy Nick. <laughs> and I, the, these people are, the reason these people are my family is they get me. I believe it was my buddy, Nick. She sent me a photo of the shirt and all it said was do something with this. Now, I don't know if I've told you the, the, um, don't, if, if I'm ever with you drinking, mm. take my phone and it's, I'm not going to text an ex. I'm happily married, but I have a bad habit of buying domains on my phone. I'm very quick. Uh-huh. So I was at home, not at AB hanging out. I get this text that says, do something with this. And lo and behold, portconmain.com was not taken. Oh, no. You should see if Squarespace <laughs> will sponsor you because what I did next was I bought the domain, mm-hmm. parked it, uh, mm. set up a, I set up an A record, I set up an MX record, I got email set up, I even got admin, you know, I got all the standard stuff you do because I, in my job, I do that stuff all the time. And I think it took me an hour. I set up a whole page for portconmain the greatest fans of PortCon Maine brought to you by, and I named a convention that split off from PortCon Maine, um, who, who I won't bring up here because it was meant to be in good fun and I don't want to upset them. <laughs> but I wrote like a whole schedule. And by the time PortCon got here, you could go to that page and right after PortCon's hours at end, I had even written like a, these weird panel names that go in the background. And I had a feedback email and I knew I'd gone too far when I got a $50 PayPal payment and it was someone trying to buy a table in the artist alley at PortCon, at which no. point I had to take the page down, cancel that payment and call Julie York and apologize. And I just forwarded the payment to her <laughs> and it was dumb and it was so much fun. Like, but the thing what? is, if you have GoDaddy or any other app on your phone and PayPal, it is not hard or even expensive to buy a web page and places like Squarespace or other what you see is what you get sort of web services, they'll usually give you a couple weeks free. So if you have that Google rum and time, you can, you can do some stuff. So that page is up for a while. And I think I still own the domain. (laughs) Okay. But here's my thing. Sure. PortCon Maine's been around for 20 years. Yep. Okay. So obviously you would think that people read, which I mean, my mistake because no one reads but you would think you would notice that it's not like port con maine 
that you might question like weird why are there two port cons in you know maine <laughs> you would why am i buying a table to this port con maine that is spelt maine as in like a main event <laughs> yeah if i if i were rich i would have moved to the other portland mm-hmm. and set up a second port con on that domain just to troll people this is why i can't <laughs> run a lottery i would spend any amount of money to mess with a good friend for 20 minutes <laughs> I'm in Portland, Oregon at PortCon, Maine. <laughs> I would I would love very few things more than to do that specific thing. Just just until the lawsuit got to me and I had to hand everything over. And it would still be worth it. I oh do not God. know why that is a broken part of my brain. <laughs> this is just how I am. I can't help it. Well, that's why I had to be married. Can you imagine me left ungoverned and unsupervised? It would not be good. I, I can't imagine the domains that would live in the world. Uh, well, I own, I like sports and peeing on stuff.com, which I mm. reserved specifically to email someone at work once because they were really misogynistic mm. and I sent them a sarcastic email about how right they were. They didn't mm. get it. Mm. Uh, uh, the other ones are kind of normal, but whenever there's a joke at PortCon, I try to buy the domain. It's, <laughs> it's a terrible habit. It is cheaper than smoking. Kind of. I mean, there's worse things you could do. There is a worse thing you can do. Um, if you're ever going to dinner with Julie York mm. and you're thinking to yourself, God, it would be funny if someone sang happy birthday to her. Don't. <laughs> uh, don't. <laughs> there's, there's, everyone knows little towns in the backwoods, you know, where whoever grew up there will fight you. And while I've never mm. been injured by Julie, I've gotten some looks that tell me I'm in danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red flags. You ever, you ever walk into a social situation and not quite knowing what's going on or figured it out too late. More times than I care to admit. All right. So I'm at PortCon one year and uh, it was my last year as chair. I had my schedule automated. Like my buddy Bill and I, he was our co-chair, would, would get everything going. And once tech was running, we would just walk around and wait for big problems. It was a, it was a pretty sweet deal. Mm-hmm. And at one point, one of my friends reminds me that there is a party supply store like two miles away. So I went to the store. And I got, I don't know, I think 10 balloons and decided it was Julie's birthday. Something I do at some level every year, usually at the post-con thing at uh, International House of Pancakes. Sure. Well, this year I decided that wasn't enough and I had to get a bunch of balloons. So I did, like you do. Mm -hmm. It's like $150 in balloons. It's a bad idea. Sure. I used my chair access to take all the back rooms that normal people can take with a bunch of balloons. The staff, by the way, is so used to me doing stuff, no one really even looked up. Uh-huh. So I go through all the back rooms, get to Julie at the uh, the reg area, scream happy birthday, Julie, as loud as I can, hand her a fistful of balloons and take off. And something was a little off, but I didn't know what. And what I found out later was I interrupted a very serious conversation where someone high up had to leave suddenly. So they were explaining their their like life and death family situation. I stepped in front of them, yelled happy birthday, Julie, and then left again. <laughs> and the only great part about that was for the rest of the weekend, random con goers were saying happy birthday to Julie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was fun. <laughs> happy birthday, Julie! <laughs> she run away. At oh any time there's like a video conference that Julie's on, um, basically... I've aged her artificially. She's got to be an octogenarian by now. Mm-hmm. 
And it's another thing. No one thinks it's funny but me, but I, I really do think it's so very funny. <laughs> it is funny. Actually, um, I did that a couple of times um, at a convention that I worked at. So um, we were, I was, one year we went and uh, Sunny Strait and um, Chris, whose last name, Kaysen, Chris Kaysen, um, two voice actors from Texas, worked together on a bunch of stuff at Funimation. Um, I've told the story before, but long story short, I took the two of them downstairs to the restaurant in the hotel and I got them Boston cream pie and they're both like, this is not pie. And I'm like, I am aware, but welcome to New England. Like it's called Boston cream pie. They're like, cool, but it's not pie. (laughs) It's cake. I'm like, again, I get it, but just you had to roll with it. And they did like the Boston cream pie. Like there was no, like, you know, like, Oh God, it's gross or anything. They were just like, we're so confused. You told us it was pie. And I was like, no, you just assumed it was like, again, new England. Fine. And it's amazing. Amazing. A delicious cake. Like absolutely amazing. So the next year, um, Chris Kaysen comes back to the convention that I work at and I'm in the restaurant and he's downstairs with um, Troy Baker. Um, who's sitting in a booth with him and I'm sitting at a table across the way and I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure that's Chris Kaysen. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Um, Hey, waitress person, can you make a big scene? Cause it is that guy's birthday. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh sure. So here's Chris Kaysen in a booth with his handler and Troy Baker, who I've never met before, but Troy Baker, I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff, you know, like, as far as video games and everything else, like not to say that Chris Kaysen has not either, but like, you know, Troy Baker is one of those names that like even a normal person, cause they play like all them, all them shoot up games and stuff. Like they're going to know his name kind of thing. All of a sudden, like the entire staff of the restaurants comes over to Chris Kaysen with a piece of Boston cream pies, like singing happy birthday at the top of their lungs and his face, he's looking at them like, what is happening? And then he slowly starts to scan the restaurant and I'm sitting on the other side, just like waving at the table. (laughs) He's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? What is happening? (laughs) The next time time I get to meet a celebrity, I hope I can, I hope I can do it that way because that's a power move. (laughs) It was a power move. So like, I went over and said hi to him again. And we got talking for a minute. And I was like, oh, by the way, hello, Troy Baker. And he's like, that was amazing. I was like, no, you're amazing. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you. But yeah, no, I've, I've done that to him. And that was like, I, I probably did that to him like two or three times that he came to New Hampshire because he came to that convention a couple of times because he just loved coming to it. Like we ended up having right. like guests at the convention for the one in New Hampshire that I worked for. Um, they just loved the convention so much. They actually asked us if they could come back. And we were like, hell Yeah. <laughs> come on in <laughs> so, that that, like yeah. oh my god it's such a good time but it was just it was just so funny because like it's a little thing that like rolled over into the next year and i'm like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna send him cake and i'm gonna embarrass the shit out of him mm, excellent yeah so good what cons do you hit now um at the moment the only convention that i go to is anime boston because i work for it um, because the other two conventions that I used to work for, I no longer work for. So, yeah. um, for reasons, no, <laughs> but, you know. everyone's, everyone's got, it, it's a thing. I get it. Right. I, I have right. no questions and even less judgment. I just, at, yeah. at some yeah, so, point I need to stalk and meet you in real time. That's why. 
But, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, probably didn't leave on the best of terms slash yeah. definitely did not leave on the best of terms. Don't really yeah. want to go show my face there and cause anything. So I just I, I shy away. Like it's you know like it's kind of sad too because like again and I said it before it's like I kind of you know I I do miss people, yep. But I also do not need to like go and prove anything or like cause any kind of drama. So it's like you know we'll see those people around at other things. Um, mostly though, not so much like the staff people because again I see them at other like you know Anime Boston and stuff like that. But like more so the fan base that I kind of created at yep. like those conventions it's like you think about it because like you know some of those people would come and they'd find me after the show and we'd talk for a while and they'd be like oh my gosh we missed you it's me only get to see you once a year and, blah, 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 blah. and it's like i don't get to see them anymore and it's sad to me because <laughs> i'm like oh no like, that you know, makes sense but you're you're trying not to just you know i think that that says a lot of positive things about your character you know it's if whatever thing ended badly it wasn't between all those people though and right, you're, you're letting that sit. And you're letting that run well, and I think that's a, a really that's a really nice thing. Yeah, I just like it's one of those things. Now it's like I work at Anime Boston. I mean, that's a three thousand person masquerade. It's huge, mm-hmm. you know. Plus, they broadcast it and everything else. And I like to think that those people they go to the New Hampshire convention would go to the Boston convention. But it's just like I mean that you let out of Anime Boston's masquerade, and it is like bedlam. I've, I've I've never I've I've been to the masquerade there a couple times and it's impressive that anime Boston is a massive machine that's it, it, it is yeah. it is a crazy machine but like you know you go and you do the show and it's like I've yep. I've left that auditorium as a person that's watched the masquerade I have left that auditorium as a person that's competed in that masquerade and I have left that auditorium as a person that hosts that masquerade and they are three completely different beasts oh I <laughs> I, I have no direct comparison for that, but I believe you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to compare. Let's see. If you're leaving and you're just a person that's leaving, it's like you make a beeline and you go. You know, yep. like you're out. Like there's a million people in the hallway and there's people going, you guys have to clear the hallway. You know, like obviously, because that's just what staff's like nightmare. Fine. If you're competing and you did well, you're not leaving. <laughs> you are stuck there because there's going to be pictures and there's going to be podcast people and there's going to be like all the anime news networks and stuff because they're like oh you know you won the masquerade or you won something we want to interview and get your pictures and then of course you have the people that saw it and they loved it and they want a picture of your costume it's like you're pretty much stuck there for like 45 minutes which is awesome not like saying anything bad about it but you're just like well i didn't intend to pee anytime soon that's good (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's some of those costumes, I can see that's quite a thing. But then you leave as the host of that masquerade. Uh-huh. And it's just like, it's like I said, you're a celebrity. If you've competed in it, you leave as the host of it sometimes. And it's literally like One Direction walked out of the concert. <laughs> and yeah. I don't expect that. Like I said, like it's so humbling because you're just like, oh my gosh, like, you know what? Why do you care? Like, I just talked for two hours. Like, why do we care? Well, you know, some of the some the first time I met uh, my friend Jekka, it was you know I was staffing Fortcon and she was hosting that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you host badly, people will forget you. But you know, if you keep the energy up and entertain people, that's a you know that's almost a core memory. So mm-hmm. I get it. Hmm. Yeah, but like again, it's just in, all in all, all I can think about is just Bethlehem. <laughs> 
And I think to myself, I'm like, why haven't we had the convention in two years? And I'm like, oh, it's because people leaving the masquerade will be right on top of each other. That's why. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing to do with how many people are at the convention. It's literally like for that one moment where you can't leave that small confined area. That's why we haven't been able to have a convention. <laughs> Do you think we have a shot this year of AB happening? It's happening. It's going there. I don't feel like the engine's going to stop. Um, because the thing is now is that Boston has um, pretty much dropped a lot of their restrictions as of like next month, beginning of next month, I think. So their indoor restrictions are very like lower. Um, as of right now, Boston is still having us wear masks and you still have to be fully vaccinated. Like they're not going to budge on that. And I mean, right. I totally get it. I totally understand. Like, I get it. Got to be fully vaccinated to be on staff, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but no, like we're we're having a convention this year. It's not not happening. <laughs> oh, cool. It's, I wish I, I'm this year. I'm not going, but I'm going to try and go next year. Hopefully, it's all all back to normal. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gosh, it's such a good time. Half my ABs, I you know, I I find that my PortCon friends at their table, you know, outside the dealer's mm -hmm. room. Um, but I. At convention, I can't think of a time I've had a bad time at, at AB. Even that, even the year they cranked all the security way, way up for a good mm -hmm. reason, mm -hmm. um, it was run well. We had a nice time. Right, right. It's, it's a good con. And it's funny too because like everyone says like the worst year ever was Line Con, and I don't agree because I mean like I don't have a worst year at Anime Boston honestly. Like, yep. but it's funny because like Line Con the night before I got to Boston and the pre reg line was working. So, like, if you got your pre-reg badge, like, you were good. Like, I mean, like, you still waited a little bit, but it was, like, you know, the normal, like, half an hour because the line was just long. Yeah. Um, but their computer system didn't go down until the next morning. So, when I went downstairs the next morning and the line was around the building, I was like, wow, did they just get, like, an influx of people that got badges this year? And then you found out their whole system went down. It was like, oh. But, I mean, even that, and I get people, you know, who, who doesn't want to wait, who doesn't like something to be normal, but are abnormal um mm. that's a growing pain at, at right. the rate AB's growing something was was bound to happen and i'm sure if you did a root cause analysis you could find the one guy that kicked a wire or something but it happened once what what i'm impressed with is it didn't happen twice oh that's the thing it's like it yeah. it never happens twice and that's the crazy thing about ab again because it's such a huge convention you would think that something would like fly under the radar and would happen mm -hmm. But it's like one of those things, like, it's kind of like the mafia. It's like, it just happens quietly and you never hear about it again. <laughs> I, I try to, I have this rule that I try to use for work and whatever thing I'm up to. And it's make new and interesting mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's not that you're not going to have problems. Just try to have new problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> we did so that last year, guys. Come on. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, I'm really excited for AB this year. And I've said, I think yeah. everybody that I've talked to, I'm just like, and I bought it. And I think I'm just more excited. It's because everyone that I've kind of talked to has either like been to some kind of a like online convention or been to a convention since like everything happened because things have kind of opened up. I'm like, this is my first time back in three years. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's, a lot of it's going to be like you've never been to a con before. I'm, I'm willing to guess. I, I mean, it's going to be crazy because like the last time I walked into a convention with people dressed up in a costume that wasn't like for Halloween or something was 2019. Wow. I know. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> it'll be like and it'll, it'll be over three years because that was the April and the Anime Boston's uh, Memorial Day weekend this year. So it'll be over three years since I've been to a convention. Wow. I know. And it's like, how do I have so much to talk about? It's because I've been to conventions for many moons before this. But it's yeah. like, I kind of want some new stuff to talk about. 
<laughs> yeah, well, and it's going to be a whole new world. You can sing yeah. the song and everything. A whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be a Jasmine, though. That would be um, racially incorrect. <laughs> oh, get Doug to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll make Doug Wait, Jasmine. No, get Doug to do it. Uh, I, I don't know why, because Sketch has done zero things to me. But <laughs> I don't, it's, it's, it's his fault somehow. And he uh-huh. needs to be Jasmine. I think it's because I have so much faith in the in the quality and hilarity of the cosplay. Like it will both be funny and high quality, and that's what I need in my life. No, we have to agree that they've stolen his soul, and he's actually Kristoff because he oh, he says Flynn okay. Rider, and I agree Flynn Rider. But like for Rob, because it's you know like like if you're going like complexion and actual like looks, Kristoff yeah. from Frozen. I'm I'm not against your plan. Mm-hmm. For doing characters from Frozen, uh, oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Tangled. I have decided the horse from Tangled is in every Disney movie in my brain. I don't know why. Oh, Maximus? Yeah, he's my favorite, and he's the best. <laughs> I do love him. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Disney at all? I have not. That's um, I've I've done a lot of things, but that's one place I haven't been. Everyone they've around brought, me goes. They've just they've just brought back um their big parade that's like the festival of fantasy or something, and I saw mm-hmm. it when I went to Disney for the first time, um, a few years ago. Again, before the pandemic and the world fell apart and. Right. all that jazz uh but the but the float for tangled has a huge maximus on it and it's pretty sick see <laughs> i wasn't actually it. interested in going until right now so right and now i'm gonna go yes exactly now I need to meet the, horse. <laughs> the rest of disney maximus. can pound sand i want to talk to the horse yeah right get away from me you're not a horse bye <laughs> that's that is the kind of energy i would bring to a disney Kim is concerned I would go to that Disney jail one because I'm obsessed with the places you're not supposed to go. Sure. That's half my YouTube history. Right. And two, I want to see if Disney jail is real. Um, it's, and, it's from what I've heard. I mean, I have friends that work there and it, it sounds pretty real. I just want to know if Disney jail is like Mickey mouse down there, like there to shake you up. I just picture I this, like different I people have, in full Disney, like knifing each other. No, no, like, I have this whole theory that, like, Mickey is literally, like, a mob leader. And it's, like, he's got, like, that cute little, like, <laughs> voice. But, like, honestly, that's just because, like, they're in, like, some kind of, like, an opioid business of some kind. <laughs> and he oh. gets like that because he takes them before he goes out to entertain the kids. You need to draw <laughs> that comic. I would, I, would, I would be a paid subscriber to that story. I spent 15 hours at Disneyland with like our friends, like just talking about it. Cause like, you it's just like, I mean, obviously Donald's going to be the talker. Goofy's the muscle. Like, Oh man. I, I like know. everything about this story. This is great. I know it's twisted, but it's like, I honestly like, that's what I think of when it, they say Disney jail is like, you walk into a room where there's a desk and Mickey turns around and there's like, it's like Scarface. <laughs> they own the rights to Deadpool now. Surely they can work that in. I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I picture is Disney jail. It's just like Mickey going, oh, you're going to screw up in my park. I don't think so. You reminded me of a story. So when I was seven, I was, mm. I can't, I can't adequately explain to you mm. how stupid I was as a child. Cause there's dumb mm. kids and there's the stuff I got up to. Sure. And what you reminded me about specifically was when I was seven, mm-hmm. my parents were always good about, um, I did a lot of theater and you know, there's a lot of pop culture and we were a religious house, but they were still, my dad was really good, especially uh-huh. about exposing me to all these different entertainments and theater and arts and all this stuff. And in the middle of all that, um, he asked me if I wanted to go to Disney on ice and I was ecstatic about that. And it was, I don't know how I got there. Cause no one told me this was true, 
But I became loosely aware that Walt Disney had been cryogenically frozen. And I assumed that I would get to see that. I thought they were going to bring him out. Yeah. And I was visibly disappointed when they didn't. Oh, womp womp. I'm still a little sad about it, but like, no, young me believed that was on the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Salty after all these years. Mm -hmm. How dare you, Disney? Especially Disney on ice. Who are you? (laughs) Yep. Otherwise, this show was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, Disney characters on ice. What what can you do? Yeah. Well, they can't (laughs) bring out dead people. That's for damn sure. That would be sad. Yes. I'll, let's bring out all the moms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had the darkest thought, but you know what? You win. I respect yes. that. <laughs> the Disney parade of dead frozen moms. Yeah, right. That, that, Coming that, soon. Valentine's Day 2023. And just for shit, we'll throw Mufasa in. Yeah, why not? I think it was an anime Boston skit. So back, gosh, I want to say, I don't think I've been, I don't think I was married to Kim yet. So this was 2004 and, you know, um, I was, I was out of school. Kim was out of school and her sister and her boyfriend were, were finishing college. But this was when all of our anime was definitely stolen and burned to a CD and fan mm-hmm. subbed and all that. But that was sure, also sure. how we watched our, uh, our, our cosplay stuff, masquerades. And there was one at AB and it was a Final Fantasy skit. And I remember it because they killed off the character and then someone actually made a prop soul that was a glowing ball they rolled onto the stage. I vaguely remember that. That was, it was a too soon moment and oh, oh, it was fantastic. I vaguely remember that. That is the stuff I love so much. (laughs) The dark humor. It's like, ah! I like like cute and happy stuff too, but um, like, ah. I think I think this is true for most of us. Like, I love robot chicken, and if I get to see anything even close to that in real life, I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. That's also why I love cosplay chess so much. Oh, that's such a good show. <laughs> so okay, so Anime Boston. How many how many times have you gone to Anime Boston? I think four. Okay. Were any of those years 2007? No. Oh, I don't see, that think. was the best chess match. So. Gosh, I'd, I'd have to go back and remember the years. I'm pretty sure it wasn't because 07 was my second port con. I don't know that I went to AB before 2009. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to. When did I start working for Fred? So 2012, five years before that. Maybe 08. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was married for all of them, which is how I tell time now. Sure. I honestly can't remember. We went we went every other year for a while. And then um, the story I told you that I'm not retelling was the last time we went. And then after that, COVID happened. Right. I need to go again, though, because, gosh, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just unbiased because 2007 was the year that I was in it. So biased. I was actually in it twice. And I think it was 2000. I can't remember if it was like the year exactly after. It might have been 2008. Um, but the year 2007 was the year that I completely went off script and ruined everyone's life. And I won, even though I wasn't supposed to win. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> I was just like, nah, I'm going to win this. And I, I ended up flipping the game. Is that on YouTube I, somewhere? Um, you know, I don't think the ending officially is. And up until a little while ago, 
Um, there was only like bits and pieces of that yep. masquerade up, but it was against, um, it was, I was Tomiki from host club and my friend Paul was Roy Mustang. And the long story short was they told it. Cause I mean, they, I hate to break it to you. It's kind of scripted. And it's fine. <laughs> like, basically they're just like, this side's going to win. This is how it's going to go. Da, 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 da. It's like, okay. Well, and I think you have that, to on anything that big. Um, that's yeah. Yeah. I, I I see plenty of get my, the best the best game show type events I've gone to are you know when there's lots of voice actors and stuff involved. Uh huh. The the stuff that happened accidentally is is always sort of chunky, and you have to you have to fake it to make it seem genuine. I get it. It's a it's a production right. quality thing. I didn't like how it ended, <laughs> and I was like, that's not how it's going to end. Roy Mustang, being the womanizer that he is, um. I knew that I could play that to my advantage. And at the end of the game, um, Ada, who was in charge at the time, you know, it's like being like, okay, well, this side won and that's the game. Like doing the whole outro to the game. And I took the microphone and I was like, absolutely not. And he was like, what's happening? <laughs> like, Ada's looking at me like, what's happening? Because I didn't clear this with her. I didn't like tell anybody. The only people I talked to was one girl on stage while I was standing next to them going, you're going to get all the girls that die in the game. You're going to bring them back on stage when I tell you to. They're like, okay. So I did. I was just like, listen, I'm like, you're going to let me win this dating game to impress Haruhi and I will give you ladies and every single girl like that was either an attack or a piece came back on stage and surrounded themselves around Roy Mustang and I'm like, they're yours if this game can be mine. He's like, yeah, winner. That's so much better. I know. Uh, and everyone's like, everyone's like, what is happening? And I was like, that wasn't planned. Bye. I win. And you um, know, if you can make a moment like that, I think uh -huh. for all the dumb stuff I like to do, I think that's what it's about is trying to make a memory for someone. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah. I can't, I guess I, I want to say it might've been like two years later, but I really am not a hundred percent sure because they all kind of like blend together in the early two thousands. Um, but I got into the chess match again when my friends got in as Gundam Seed okay. and I ended up cosplaying as one of the characters from Gundam Seed and I think I was a special attack and they ended up dying so I didn't even get to do anything so I made this costume from Gundam Seed to wear I barely knew what I was doing because I had no idea who the character was spent all this time and money on this costume for the character to die and never use their special attack was the costume at least fun to make it was amazing. It looks so okay, good. good. Well, you know, like, the, have you seen Gundam Seed? It's been a while. Um, every time Gundam comes up, I uh, I tell Kim I want to watch the, oh, it's the one where, like, there's a windmill Gundam. The Gundams uh, from different countries. Boy, and then Doug's going to be upset. <laughs> Doug's going to be upset if we don't know which one this is. <laughs> Somewhere Doug is screaming. And I'm going to get a message. <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, uh, see, now I'm torn. Do I find the name or do I let Doug rage because it's a little bit funny? I don't. It's know. funnier actually. Leave it. Like I, I can't wait for this text message. <laughs> I believe is... the translation from the pure proper Japanese title is definitely the best Canon Gundam ever. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Great. In fact, if Doug's next panel isn't about that exclusively, I'm not going to go. <laughs> Ten minutes of him just ranting about this moment right here. <laughs> You've seen Doug rant about Gundam. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh, it's like, fun. Even if you don't like Mecha and you go to one of his panels, you're going to stay. It kind of reminds me when Ace Ventura goes off when they figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, 
But yeah, I know the Gundam Seed outfits were like the big, like kind of kernel, kind of like fancy fighter outfits. I had this really like weird trim that you basically had to hand cut out because it was such a weird zigzag kind of patterny thing. Okay. Yeah. That costume's somewhere. It's got to still be somewhere. I wonder if it still fits. I wonder if it's even still relevant. Perfectly honest. Like, I don't know if any, if I put it on, if anybody would know what it was. I mean, there's always a new group of people who are who are legally adults, but brand new to this stuff. And you can tell them anything is brand new and they'll believe you. I mean, not wrong. Not wrong. I should try to find that again. Maybe pull it out for like old time's sake and see if anybody's like, oh, my God. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so are you going to PortCon this year? I am. I've got I've got my room reserved. I'm hoping my wife can make it. But um, at PortCon, I'm, I'm actually still staff. When I stepped down forever, um, Julie came up with a compromise and said, hey, so I know you're going to step down and move on with life. But what if we come up with a position that is the same thing, but your job is to sit there and advise people? So I don't know if letting me just randomly give advice is a good idea, though no one's been harmed. But I'm now in a position called mentor. And there's a couple of us. Mm-hmm. And it's people that have been on staff for a while, people that are new chairs or new to staff or whatever. We just kind of help them work through problems. Um, is it like is it like a dark panel room with like a beaded curtain and like incense and you guys are just kind of sitting there like oh <laughs> I mean it could be so, uh, most <laughs> of the people on the staff I used to run are all still there and all up for shenanigans mm. uh, in fact I every year I sent you a photo of a cake and the explanation behind that was last year we had 10 quiet minutes so the new chair Angelica and I figured out how many words Hannaford would put in a birthday cake Oh. It's that many. <laughs> it's <Okay>. that many. <laughs> um, it is anyway, quite the lovely so, message. But, but really, I just wander around and um, I sit at the admin table and there's a, a couple other folks that do the same work. And it's just kind of a, a guidance thing. So if someone freaks out, they can talk to us and I help different people throughout the year with their core planning. Because I've done a little bit of everything at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not, I haven't done security and stuff like that, but a lot of planning, a lot of purchasing, a lot of finance stuff and if there's a if there's a high-end sort of technical need like a computer network or an electrical question i can sort of help there too nice but mostly it was so i could keep i julie literally told kim my wife that she created a position so i'd keep going (laughs) Um, yeah what do you say to that like no screw you i'm like oh can we make it better <laughs> i want it to be fancier titled <laughs> and um i think that's you know it's i don't do a lot of cons you know when i started with these people it's because i was bored and i think a lot of people get this you know these are these are these are close friends julie's one of the people i bounced a lot of stuff through julie and that last year when that came up that was when i figured out oh maybe i should see if there's some depression or anxiety going on and just what a supportive group and now that I've gone through that, that's one of the other things that if I, you know, if someone asked me about it, I don't track people down. I'm not a psychologist, but it, I'm in a place where I can I can share this stuff with people that haven't been on that journey yet. And mm-hmm. so, it's, it, it, you know, it's really kind of nice. That is nice. Yeah. I think you should change it from mentor to grand inquisitor, though. You know what? Uh, info at portconmain.com. Feel free <laughs> to send that suggestion. <laughs> I think Ruben should be the Grand Inquisitor. And then you should sit there with like cloud cards instead of tarot cards in like your like little mojo room. I mean, I'm not above that. <laughs> I don't I don't dislike your plan. I just hadn't been that creative up to this point. 
Would it, what kind of hat does a Grand Inquisitor wear? I mean, Ruben, the, the options are endless. I mean, yeah. let's think about it. What? I feel like it should be like not a sun hat kind of situation, but like perhaps one of those fancy straw hats like you wear on the beach. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm now realizing I seem to be obsessed with talking about large hats and lots of alcohol. I don't own much of either one. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can glue like little mini nip bottles to it, like empty ones. Oh, there you go. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, so I Googled Grand Inquisitor and it's just a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, that well, guy too. Just a bunch of Star Wars. Doug, I'm sorry. I should only make you mad about one thing at a time. <laughs> Again, Doug is somewhere screaming. It's like, you He's both know this. I'm sure he missed that one. <laughs> oh, man. Off topic, not off topic. The other day when we were watching the Kenobi trailer that came out and I wept for like five minutes because it's perfect. Um, and the guy, the Grand Inquisitor, like shows up and I'm looking at it. And mind you, I have seen Rebels and I know who the Grand Inquisitor is, but I think I was just so excited in the moment that you see this guy flash by really quick and still yep. kind of looks like Anakin, you know, like Darth Vader without the helmet on. Cause hi, burnt up, puffy face, like bald, you know, like dark elephant with a red saber. I'm sorry. Right. Like if you look quick, I could have sworn it was him, but I'm like, wait, he can't be without his helmet. He'll die. That's the whole point of him wearing the Darth Vader helmet, you know? Remarkable man. I'm like, Doug, Doug, is that Vader without his helmet on? He's like, Katie, Katie. He's like, I thought you, I thought you saw Rebels. I'm like, I did see Rebels. Why are you upset? And he's like, Katie, the Grand Inquisitor. And I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> same guy, same thing, right? It's just like, I somewhere I could hear him like wailing his head against the wall. It's like, I'm so. <laughs> yeah, I have to watch Rebels now, which I may have not gotten around to. Rebels is fun. I liked Rebels. Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will, highly I recommend. Will put that on the list of things is that that's got to be on Disney Plus, right? Hundred percent. Okay. Oh yeah, I do I, love the Disney Plus. I need my Pixar fix. That's how that started. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Ruben is always a delight talking to you. This is fun. I've had a nice time. Um, I hope we can find a reason to do it again, and I will. I will at least come to an AB so I can bother you. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that is exciting. We could actually meet in the persons. My God, I am so much more boring in real time. <laughs> no that can't be true i won't believe it i think i think it depends on where you catch me i will attempt to be entertaining it depends on what i'm up to are you not entertained there it is <laughs> all right well i will continue to send you bullcrap on facebook perfect and uh thank you for the time awesome is there anything else you'd like to promote while you're here oh gosh what would i like to promote um i'm gonna promote you to general okay yeah. I don't know what your previous rank was. I, I don't know. I don't think I'm allowed to have that much power, but I'll take general. Well, we're getting you a helmet and the shoulder things with stars. Yes. Two star. <laughs> yeah, Two. sure. Why not? Yes. That gives us room to grow later. Two star general. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just slinging my book. Um, it's on Amazon. That could have gone worse. Life lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer. Um, it's a good time. I highly recommend it. Um, also at anime Boston this year, I am doing convention confessional live. Uh, we got the approval for the panel, so that'll be happening, but I don't have a date or a time yet. So as soon as that information becomes available, I will make it available to all of you so that you can come and join me and, um, find out what's going to happen. Cause I'm kind of excited about the idea of it. So stay tuned. <laughs> Wife lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer. Yeah, that's it. I need you to send me a link. I will send you a link. I promise. (laughs) 
Oh, that awesome. could have gone worse. Life lessons from a dinosaur thing. All right. I in that book. <laughs> Yay, books. <laughs> Reading is what? I, I know very few people that write books, but um, you, I, I very much believe in supporting people. And Yay! that's very cool that you did that. So thank you for, for writing and creating content. I mostly consume content, so I like to support people that make it. Well, enjoy that journey, sir. Let me know what you well, think of it. I As for the rest yeah. of you, have a good night. <laughs>